longer active. Joan Grindley published her first book in her late 60s. Charles W. Whitman began college at age 69. And Betty Perkins Carpenter is studying for her doctorate at age 71. Stan Wallace, who's 88, finds joy in using his computer. Edith H. Aschenbach, who is 100 years old, took up painting when she was 70. Many other seniors find fulfillment in volunteering, like Bobby Yankovich, who in her 70s volunteers as a chemo angel for patients undergoing treatment for cancer. And she says there's no end to what you can do when you do not have to worry about going to work every day. Jack Bergman and Ruth H. Iloff find working in museums a way to share their knowledge with others and meet interesting people. Bob and Audrey Nelson bought a fifth-wheel trailer and visited 48 states in 15 years. Joseph S. Coletto enjoys sailing his two tugboats off the western shores of the U.S. And last year, at the age of 81, Janet Quirk traveled solo 8,383 miles from Maine all around the entire country, returning home more than a month later. The rewards of reaching a certain age are many. Yogi Berra says you don't have to take any guff from anyone. And Darcy Lewis says you can get away with being feisty. Art Lankletter, I love this, wisely points out that the things you buy now will never wear out. And John Updike finds that one of the joys of being over 65 is that people have stopped trying to sell you life insurance. Ruth Williams says that she's pleased to have reached an age when her experiences allow her to share wisdom with so many younger people. Jack Bryson adds, At 70 years of age, one great thing is that I still have as much to look forward to as I can look back on. Art Buckwald says, the great thing about getting older is that you can pretend that you do not hear someone that you don't want to hear. And Lorene M. Ciancola is a testament that finding love, even your first love all over again, happens even when you're a senior. I hope you enjoy listening to this collection. But more importantly, I hope that the sound of your tune continues to get better and better as you do. Wally Shira, born March 12, 1923, was one of the original seven astronauts and the only astronaut to have flown on all three spacecraft, Mercury, Gemini, and Apollo. As command pilot, he flew the initial flight of the Apollo series, Apollo 7. I have always felt that I look younger than I am when looking into a mirror. This attitude has made me wonder why my friends are looking older. I believe that a full and active life contributes to this logic, of course. Having been in space for almost 300 hours has made me 1.5 seconds less old than you earthlings. Murray Stein, born March 22, 1927, is a retired electronics engineer who also pursued an art career in exotic sculpture and worked in the private sector on a project that resulted in the simulator design for the Apollo mission. Here's some philosophy I would like to pass on to other seniors and everyone else. I was very fortunate to have a dad who taught me that anyone can do whatever they want to do and be good at it if they set their mind to it. People are like fruit. We grow so long as we are green. As soon as we think we are ripe, that's when we start to get rotten.
Chuck Durrell, born July 23, 1927, is a retired electrical engineer and small business owner. While I thoroughly enjoyed my working years, I long looked forward to retirement by the tender age of 60. I had my own business, which employed 40 people, and found myself working seven days a week, many days from six in the morning until nine at night, with just enough time for a quick sandwich. As I approached my goal of retiring at 60, I was fortunate enough to find a buyer for my company who would, well, take good care of my customers. So I sold it for enough money to enjoy my golden years. Ten years later, I opted to move to a wonderful retirement community in sunny Fort Myers, Florida. No more snow, no more household chores, and best of all, plenty of time to relax and do what I wanted to do, when I wanted. Well, after two weeks of sitting on my eighth floor porch watching the boats up and down the Caloosahatchee River, I got bored and I decided to do some volunteer work, something that I would enjoy doing. I joined the retirement community model railroad club to do the electrical work. Then I designed and installed a surround sound for our ballroom so that the residents could see recent movies on Saturday night in a home theater setting. Shortly after, I discovered that the system provided excellent sound for classical music CDs. So there went my Sundays. Not satisfied with enough to do, I learned to play the recorder and joined a group that puts on concerts several times a year. Then, I was elected to represent the residents in our building to help them resolve issues that come up with management. So, there went my days of boat watching on the Caloosahatchee River. What started off to be relaxing days where nothing ever had to be done again ended up with a busy schedule of activities from dawn till dusk seven days a week. But you know what? I have never had so much fun and made so many new friends. Not only have I had an opportunity to make a better life for others, but I feel 20 years younger. Fred Rogers, born March 20th, 1928, is the host of Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood and the recipient of many awards, including Emmys and the Presidential Medal of Freedom. I wonder if that quality of appreciation isn't one of the things that older people learn to specialize in. I know that the older I get, the more I seem to be able to appreciate my neighbor, whoever I happen to be with at the moment. Oh, sure, I'm always trying to love my neighbor as myself. However, the more experiences I've had, the more chances I've had to see the uniqueness of each person, as well as each tree and plant, and every day in the lavish gifts of God, who, I've come to believe, is the greatest appreciator of all. Edward I. Koch born December 12, 1924, served three terms as mayor of New York City from 1978 to 1989. I'm now approaching my 78th birthday. I do not feel that age, and I constantly wonder where the years have gone. It's so important for everyone to appreciate how quickly time passes and make certain they do not put off doing the things they want to do before the passage of time makes it impossible. The advice I give to young people when I'm asked is, 
Make sure you are happy with your chosen occupation. If you find that you are not, then take immediate measures to change your situation. Your work day is one-third of your life, and if you are not happy with what you are doing, it will adversely impact on your non-working hours as well. So no matter how much time, effort, and money you have put into achieving the status you have, if you are not happy after a reasonable amount of time, stop and change your situation. Art Linkletter, born July 17, 1912, is a television host and author of 23 books, including Kids Say the Darndest Things, one of the top-selling nonfiction books in history. Number one, the things you buy now will never wear out. Number two, you discover that you can get along even grumpily without sex, but you absolutely have to have your glasses. Number three, in case you're taken hostage by kidnappers in a plane, you will be among the first released. Number four, you accept the philosophy that it's better to be over the hill than under it. Number five, you admit that money may be the root of all evil, but there is one great soothing recommendation. It keeps your children in touch with you. And six, finally... I've just celebrated my 90th birthday, and I find life to be hugely rewarding and filled with memories that are priceless. Charles W. McClelland, born October 16, 1923, is a former member of the U.S. Navy and a retired draftsman. 79. Being 79 is not so bad. Look at all the fun I've had.